Welcome to Testimony, a musician story. Heard at TestimonyStories.com and narrated by myself, Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Let's get started. California Bay Area rapper Transparent was born Dwight Taylor on January 23rd, 1982 in Berkeley, California. His parents were addicted to the street life and individually wanted to do their own thing. So, his grandparents raised him in Richmond, California. His grandparents instilled good Christian and moral values in him. But, as a teenager, that didn't stop him from doing what he wanted to do. I chose some some good decisions, like school was always a big deal for me. My grandparents instilled that early. Education was important. So, I never really got bad grades. I was very much about learning. Uh, I found out later in life that I'm passionate about research. And so those were some of the things in school. If I didn't know something, I was always trying to find out. Some of my teachers didn't always like that because I was very inquisitive at a, at a young age. But um, yeah, so school, good. Outside of that, like I said, I had older cousins. And then growing up in the 90s, I'm listening to hip hop music and the friends that I hung around with. So my environment was one at times where Although I was a good kid, I was choosing to do what I wanted to do. And most of the time, what I wanted to do at that time wasn't the best for me. I wanted to be popular. So it was with the girls. I'm trying to have five or six girlfriends at a time. So doing that, um, which led to me manipulating and lying to get whatever I wanted um, from whoever I wanted. Uh, in this particular case, ladies. I got a little older and you know, started hustling and selling anything I can get my hands on, stealing from stores, uh, clothes to try to sell. So those were some of the bad decisions. Luckily, none of those ever ended up, me ended up going to jail or anything like that. Um, I just believe God's hand was was on me tough even when I didn't really understand it. The king birthed the dream in me, so ain't no way you're stopping me. I'ma be every single thing he said I could be. You say you love me, right? So applauding is what you should be doing. But you read the point out what my flaws is. Guess what? He is still using me regardless. Artist, manager, Mr. Motivation, speaker, reaching people international. Some call it boasting, but it's him I boast in. I am just the dirt beneath the let that soak in Broken In the master's hands This man be So watch his master plan Manifest No plan B Biblically His grandparents were the perfect example Of what it means to be a husband and wife Young Dwight Stayed in church at least five days a week With his grandparents He knew how to play church well But with his eyebrows being on fleek Since he was a youngin He insisted On playing the ladies As well so I was in church all the time, and I tell people that you can have the knowledge of a lot of stuff, but until you apply that and truly believe it, then it ends up just being head knowledge. And I like to say it's 
information only leads to transformation when application is involved, right? And so I got a lot of information from my grandparents. Um, I really didn't understand the value of applying it, and I really didn't understand how to apply it. Hard for me to see what they were talking about as relevant to the times that I was living in. I just had a lot of information, a lot of head knowledge. Um, I knew the religion. I knew rituals. I knew how to play church. I knew how to play the angel in front of everybody, but I'm being a knucklehead outside of the time I'm in those four walls. Seeing me, you know I'm a go. Life nation with me soon as I overmanos. I'm on this list like the honor roll. You either winning or against him, it's black and white, the domino. From the bay to the K to Australia. We hope killing in neighborhoods every single day. And it won't stop, stop trying to say the lost day will might be a long shot. Though. But I'm on this mission with mission, mission, legend with the vision, vision, commission to get him relentless with this vision. Ah, so when you see my foe up with two twisted, just know I represent it. Plus, my father got me winning, so why? So why? Throw the W for the west side, but that was raised in the south side. East side, I let him know. In the north, going up, hey, where you say I go? Where you say I go? Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com That's TestimonyStories.com Where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com Testimony Testimony Where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past their faith and their music in ways you've never heard before Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. What up? It's the big homie Transparent, and you're listening to Testimony, a musician story. Yeah. We be rolling no splits, we riding. You ain't seen it like this, we gliding. Whips in a wave slow, we sliding. Yeah, Dwight we went to Fresno State University and ran track. Fresno is where playing like he was a big man on campus got him caught up and forced him to become a man. One, I just had complete freedom. You know, I'm three hours away from my grandparents. With that being said, it was all about me. And I started wilding out and doing my own thing and trying to create my own path. My life started to change because of the freedom. But then also my second year of college, that's when I found out that I was having my son. In the beginning, life didn't change. All I knew was my dad wasn't around as much as I needed him to be. So I'm going to make sure that physically I'm around my son all the time. But that also meant me taking my son to places or him being with me where he probably shouldn't have been, you know, when I was doing stuff that I know I shouldn't have been doing. But in my mind, I'm being a man. I'm being a father because he's with me. I don't, I don't leave him. I don't leave him for somebody else to take care of. And without being taught, what a true man was at that time, I felt like, hey, I'm doing way better than most males out here. Because he has a passion for researching things he loves, and because his son was his number one love, he changed his major from business management to child development. While running track and fumbling his way through fatherhood, 
he took on a ridiculous amount of units to finish in four years. Not only did he reach his goal and graduate in four years, but he did it with honors. Once he graduated, he stayed in Fresno for a year and worked as a project manager for a group home. Yes, Dwight has book smarts. Yes, he was raised in the church, but he was consistently battling his flesh. He knew of God, but he never had an intimate relationship with him. But all that changed one day in July. Ah, reporting live from the Golden State. On 10 in the wind, cross the Golden Gate. With the homie from the Lone Star. Banging the name of the king that reigns, the Lone Star. And I'm thinking that we need to start a ride. You don't agree to sit back and be quiet. Cause I'm turned to the mid-axe. Especially when I think about the cross on his back. I'm hearing on the shame. It is not a game. It's California berries in there. Far from a lame in his thing. See, regardless of my situation, I'm still gonna chase him. Beep, beep, feels high. Money low. Still put him on blast everywhere I go. Ah, so until my time is done, I'ma stay on 11 minus 1. Do the math. He on one, she on two, two, me I'm on my peace, take the kills, cause we be on ten, say what, we on ten, say what, we on ten, say what, we on ten, fuck me and we on ten, say what, we on ten, say what, every time they see the click they know what they are about to get, we on in the midst of me being a new father, I was trying to do the right thing. So I would think about the stuff that my grandparents would do. And one of those things was take me to church. So we would go to church on Sundays. You know, um, I would take my son just because I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do to be that good father. And uh, I just think in the midst of me going to appease myself and to say I'm doing a good job and to also be able to call my grandparents and uh, my parents at the time who were now back in my life and say, hey, we're going to church in the midst of that. God was working on my heart. You know, I'm going thinking I'm just going to appease people, but I was more so going and and God was really ministering to me um, on those Sundays that I was going. And so with that, I believe that my mind started to shift from physically, yes, I'm here for my son, but I'm also not showing him and being the example of what God will want me to be. And so with my mind shifting to that type of perspective and outlook, I started to just think of ways that I can start changing. And I would hear my grandmother's voice in my mind all the time, try Jesus, try Jesus, give Jesus a try, give God a try. One night I had a very crazy um, experience. It was weed. I had so, so many ecstasy pills in my system, alcohol. It was just a, a big mix of me partying for the 4th of July and carrying on and all that. And so I was uh, I was driving home, driving to my apartment, and it was real early in the morning. And so I'm driving and my windshield wipers weren't really working the way that I needed them to work. And so I couldn't really see. I'm, I'm, I'm intoxicated. I'm high. I'm tired. Everything. In that moment, I started to feel like I am actually becoming the person that I did not want to be for my son. I don't know what made me think of that at that moment. I think just everything was weighing on me so heavy. I never had thoughts of suicide or anything like that. But in that moment, I was like, my son might be better off without me because right now I'm not being who I need to be for him. And uh, some minutes later, my grandmother gave me a call and she was like, hey, how you doing? And that question sparked 
the rest of the change in my life because I've never been one that lied to my grandmother. And all I remember is we talked all the way to my apartment. I don't even remember hanging up the phone with her. I just remember getting on my knees once I got into my uh, got into my apartment in my bedroom, and I was praying and talking to God. And um, and I was like, if you allow me to see tomorrow. I'll give this thing a, like a real try. Fast forward, it was about 5.48 probably when I said this in the morning. I had to be at work for the group home at uh, 7 o'clock, which means my alarm was going off at 6.30. I laid on the bed. My 6.30 alarm clock went off and I jumped up and that was probably the most energized I've ever felt in my entire life. Now, 5.45 to 6.30, off of everything that I was on, being up for almost two days in a row, I woke up energized. I go to the bathroom because I'm tripping like, hey, wait a minute, this can't be real. I'm expecting my eyes to be bloodshot. I'm expecting to have bags under my eyes. My eyes are white. And I'm in the mirror like, this cannot be real. And in that moment, I, I really felt and knew that God had to deal with me on a level that I can understand it. And he knows his, his child. He knows that I'm an extremist. So he knew he had to deal with me in an extreme fashion to get my attention. And that got my attention. Looked in the mirror and was like, all right, <laughs> you must be real. Let me try to give this thing a, a try. As I'm going to work, I'm throwing old CDs of anything that I was listening to out the window, literally as I'm driving, because I'm an extremist, right? And um, one of the young boys was was there that I was going to take to school later. And before I could say anything to him, he looks at me, he goes, Mr. Taylor. And I was like, what's up? He goes, it's something different about you today. And I was like, it is? And he's like, yeah. I said, what? He goes, you're smiling. And I was like, man, let me tell you why I'm smiling. That kid was the first person he witnessed to. But it wouldn't be the last. Dwight moved back to Richmond and started a nonprofit organization. He got married and became a father again to a daughter and stepson. Eventually, that marriage ended. If you cut corners on certain things and don't do the necessary process, then at some point, it's going to come back to bite you in the butt, whatever that is in life. And so uh, I can definitely say not having a solid foundation from the jump and compiling good and compiling bad on top of that is very weighty. And the weak foundation that you have will eventually break. Linking up with solid believers, married believers who've been doing this for a good amount of time and been doing it effectively. Effectively does not mean perfectly. Effectively just means that it's been sustained and it's been kept. And um, and those that are, no pun intended, transparent, you know, because you can get with people that will only show you the good side of things. So then when you go through the bad side of things, you're like, man, I don't even know who I can talk to about this because it looks like we're the only people that's going through something, right? So I definitely would say get get some wise counsel from pastors from people who've who've done what it is that you want to do um, marriage-wise and get with people who will be honest with you, you know, um, and, and keep it 100 at all times, you know, who can share the good and the bad, who can share that. Um, it's going to be struggles. For me and my, my kid's mother, like we're phenomenal at co-parenting. It's not anything that is a challenge for us because we're looking at it as it's the kids. The fact is, it's bigger than the two adults, right? Because the kids did not ask to be in most situations or in any situation um, like that. So it is thinking about them first and, and putting them first and making sure that, yeah, what's best for them is the number one priority. 
Connect with testimony and musician story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Golden, golden, stay, stay. When, when, when I step up in the building, they be like, they be like, man, who that is? Is everything be shifting? Little left, little right, they be like, like, ooh, 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 they be like, like, ooh, 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 man, oh, who that is? Dwight was that little kid entertaining adults at parties with his MJ impressions and Sesame Street rhymes. So it was only natural for him to want to be the next big Bay Area rapper like E-40 and Too Short. Once he gave his life to Christ, it was his heart for his nonprofit kids that helped him to shift the content of his rhymes. With a little help from his father, who was a DJ, Dwight transitioned to Transparent. My purpose produces passion. My worship influence masses. To shake like the 89 quake from the darkness to life everlasting. When, 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 when I step up in the building, they be like, they be like, man, who that is? Is everything be shifting? Little left, little right, they be like, who, 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 they be like, like who, 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 man, oh, who that is? He went out and bought me all the necessary tools and built a studio in his garage, which was dope because it was a point of healing for both of us from when he wasn't there, but we were we were then able to connect on something that we both had a passion for. And um, it was a phenomenal time in both of our lives and working on something that we both love about someone who we both love, which is Jesus. It was a showcase with 10 artists. Basically, you just couldn't cuss, so it didn't matter what you was talking about. I probably was the only inspirational, as they called it, artist. And uh, yeah, I ended up winning. And the crazy thing is, I ended up coming in third the year before. That's really when my song One Way exploded. People lost their mind to that song out there that day. And from there, it was just so many people in there who who were movers and shakers that that song took off and still has a life of its own up until this time based on that one performance. And uh, many things have come from that. Piss. I ain't turning down nothing but my cop. Want that truth? Holla. I'm trying to give it to the world before it burn up. I only know one way. Turn up. Turn up. Turn up. Turn Cool cat, never loop one. Still burn your stage down when I perform. And if you in a 
entertain. I hope you entertain these supernatural thoughts I'm putting in your brain. How he died, then he rose up. So instead of going down, it, it goes up. He show out when we show up. And if some life was in here with me, then you already know what's up. With our L's in the air, swinging them around like we just don't care. Probably cause we don't. We don't. You thinking we gon' stop, silly rabbit? We won't. This is more than a movement, it's a lifestyle, something that you should be in tune with. And I put on for the B-A-Y, dominating on purpose every D-A-Y. I ain't turning down nothing but my cop. Want that truth? I'm trying to give it to the world before it burn up. I only know one way. Turn, turn, turn up. Turn up. Turn, turn up. That showcase he was referring to was BET's 2013 Music Matters Showcase in L.A., Some of the opportunities it provided included performing at the legendary SOB's club in New York, being featured on ESPN, and high-profile athletes like boxer Andre Ward and NBA MVP Steph Curry plug in his music. All those are major highlights for his musical career. Personally, he just shared a monumental life-changing experience with his son during his growing into manhood rites of passage. One of the things that I decided to do a while ago, maybe about two, three years ago, was not allow my son to walk through life without an understanding of what it meant to be a real man. And when I say real, it's more so a God-fearing man and and what that looks like. And, um, And around that time, I started researching and trying to find different ways to to help my son with that, and um, actually came up came up on a book by a guy named Robert Lewis, and uh, the book is called "Raising a Modern Day Knight," and is is basically to help fathers raise their sons in the way that they should go. With my son, I started thinking about what can I do to help mark his thirteenth birthday. Decided to do a six month walkthrough journey through this book as well as other things that I've acquired along the way for manhood, pick a weekend. That would be the culmination of everything that we've been going over through these six months. There's not too many things more rewarding than the journey of the six months with my son. God was just extremely present in all of this, all of our dealings with each other. And it brought us together and brought us more closer than I could have ever uh, hoped for. At the same time, he's, he's feeling more mature as we continue to go through this process. And I'm I'm big on informing them that age doesn't make maturity. What you do with the experiences and things that, that come your way show, you know, what it was your character like and different things like that. Went through those those months and then leading up to his birthday, the weekend came and I presented him with different things and uh, presented him with a key. And the key was to represent a key to unlock his untapped potential and also his future. And I just reminded him like, man, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. And I am here to help you along with that. But more importantly, God has your back in that. God has a hope and a future plan for him. You know, so it's not just something I want for him, but it's something that God has intended on purpose for him. I gave him a hygiene kit. A lot of the stuff that he's always asking me for, dad, can I have that type of deodorant that you have or the lotion or cologne? Some people be like, that's not a big deal. But for, for young people, them having their own stuff and being able to take ownership of their own stuff, no matter what it is, is a big deal. Also, I went and got him a checking account to help him start learning about money and saving money and, you know, prioritizing. And so he got his little card and I gave him a certificate, you know, saying you have completed your rights of passage. And that probably was like 
the biggest thing that I felt I could give to him because it was like a stamp of approval, one, and affirmation, two, but coming from his father, right? He can be affirmed by a whole bunch of other people. He can get approval from a whole bunch of other people. But as a young male, the person he needs to get the approval from an affirmation for him to continue on his journey successfully is his father. And that approval from me is an extension of the approval that God has already stamped on him a long time ago. Like he was grateful for the little things. I could have gave him a whole bunch of money and been like, man, there you go. But um, I know that it's, it's not necessarily what we leave for our kids, like monetarily, but when it comes to leaving a legacy, it's, it's more so about what we leave in them. I was leaving his school today and was getting choked up because I'm like, I wish that I would have had that type of experience, one, but two, it put a, a deeper burden on my heart. I'm thinking, how many other young males are there out here that have never experienced this, that have never had a stamp of approval from a father or father figure and are still looking in all the wrong places for that affirmation and that approval? Testimony. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony, and we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. What up? It's Transparent, and you're listening to Testimony. Crazy for the king. Some say I need counseling. If you could stack my favor up, it would exceed mountains. Fountains of preferential treatment got me drowning. You might think God is in, but to me, he's astounding. That burden on his heart is real. He plans on fathering generations on authentic manhood, fatherhood, and brotherhood through speaking engagements and conferences. Currently, he is discipling 23 black middle school boys through his Growing Into Manhood leadership group. He spends three hours a week with these young men. Additionally, he coaches boys basketball. Right now, he is gearing up for his Music Behind the Walls concert series for juvenile hall detention centers. He will be performing music from his current project, Workin'. Hey, boy, boy, boy. Man, I'm out here grinding, yeah, I'm out here working. Got my team with me, yeah, we out here working. Man, it's all we know, that's why we be working. Transparent has made it his life's mission to pour into young men, but as he disciples others, who is pouring into him? One of the things that that my grandfather always told me to do was surround myself with wise counsel, you know. And so, um, so I have some real solid, Jesus-loving and God-fearing men that I stay plugged into and stay connected to, who know my good, my bad, and my ugly, and my disgusting. So they can, you know, and they have the green light to pull my card at any time. And they also have the green light to encourage me at any time. And so um, more importantly than that, I'm 
I make sure to stay to stay in constant communication with with God. Um, if that's through reading scriptures and, and reflecting, or if that's just through praying, or if that's just through listening, because there's now this 13 year old looking at every single thing that I do, and he is my accountability, and he doesn't even know it because he's watching. Right? I could tell him a whole bunch of stuff. I can I can make it sound good too. I'm making sure that if I never was able to speak again that the actions that I have are something that my son can look to and say, I aspire to be that. Buzzing, off pushing singles like they pushing albums. Ooh, I know they mad. I trust them, even when I don't know the outcome And use everything I have and get after it Try to master it While telling everyone who the master is And what the master did and how he snatched the kid Said I'm next in line, that's about the past I live See that's all him, not me, not me. So for him, I G R-I-N-D Till they no longer be L-I-N-D And they see That he's good Then they believe like they should tell me why would i be lazy when i know the world need this love joy and peace that is only found in jesus so it's all gas no brakes green lights that's all i see bring life to the lifeless exactly what my mission be see i bring the truth and the out the booth and if you need some proof then watch my walk but if i'm bearing fruit and i'm staring you from eternal hell then homie stop your talk I'm thank you for listening to testimony a musician story to hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown, theory of the music level constantly seeking positive music. Work. Work.